Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Therefore, Jesus no longer moved about publicly among the people of Judea. Instead, he withdrew to a region near the wilderness, to a village called Ephraim, where he stayed with his disciples. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, many went up from the country to Jerusalem for their ceremonial cleansing before the Passover. They kept looking for Jesus, and as they stood in the temple courts, they asked one another, What do you think? Isn't he coming to the festival at all? But the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that anyone who found out where Jesus was should report it so that they might arrest him. John chapter 11, verses 54 through 57. Jesus is playing a chess game with the Jewish leaders at this point. A common theme throughout John's gospel has been the many attempts on Jesus' life by various groups, but none of them are able to be successful because Jesus' time had not yet come. As we are getting closer to the end, the Pharisees are out for blood, but Jesus backs off, withdrawing away and hiding, because although his time is close, his time has still not yet come. There's a buzz in the streets of Jerusalem in this story. There's an excitement in the air because the Passover is coming, the most important of all Jewish celebrations, where the people of God remember and honor how he spared them in the Passover and brought them out of Egypt into the Promised Land. Surely, if the Messiah were going to make an appearance, it would be right now, in this time and place. It was an annual event where people came to Jerusalem from all over the land, coming together to worship God in the temple. Wouldn't it make sense for this to be the moment for Jesus to reveal himself? It is an opportunity like no other, and people are assuming his appearance. But at that moment, Jesus is nowhere to be found. Now, just to end the anticipation for us, Jesus is going to head to Jerusalem shortly. But he's not going there to please the crowds or to fulfill some preconceived notion on behalf of the people of what he's supposed to do or why he's supposed to be there. The constant refrain in the Gospel of John is that Jesus only does what his Father tells him to do. And it's not time to head in for the final stages of the Father's plan. Not yet. The Pharisees are trying to kill him, and that can't happen ahead of schedule, and so Jesus withdraws. Everything is going to be revealed soon enough, but it's not quite time yet, so he remains hidden. There's something precious that happens in the hiddenness, the waiting of our lives. Jesus earlier had told his brothers, My time has not yet come. For you, any time is right. That's probably true for most of us. God's timing is important, but we want our timing. We want it now. Now better than later. Waiting for God to act or answer is not always easy. The sooner the better is our most common response. But for Jesus, there was a timing to his next steps that was divinely ordered and that was perfect. This is true for us as well. We don't always see the whole big God picture that he is working out. But if we trust that he is good and that he is wiser than us and that he knows more than we do, we can ultimately trust even his timing. Do we want to pick an apple that's underripe off the tree that's too tart and too crisp? Of course not. Do we want to pick the apple that's overripe, turning mushy and losing its flavor? No, by no means. There is a timing that is perfect, that is worth waiting for, and worth watching for so that we don't miss it as well. Waiting isn't easy, but there is purpose to it often that we don't understand. When we remember that God's good and how he has shown up with impeccable timing in the past, it will help us to trust in this round of waiting, whatever we are waiting for. 
So today, let's just consider that. Times where we needed to wait for God to do something and how that worked out. What did God do in our lives in those seasons of waiting? And how is that going to help us as we wait through this season, whatever we're waiting for? Let's think about these things as we go about our day today. day.